Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome into this week's edition of the Pro Football Weekly Chicago Podcast. My name is Dan Mott, and we are looking ahead this week to the next chapter of the Bears season as they come off the Week 5 bye. Plus, we'll be previewing this Week 6 matchup as the Bears look to go 4-1 against the Miami Dolphins. Here to help me break it all down, we welcome in Hub Arkish and Bob Laguerre. Guys, let's start with the position of this team coming out of the bye week. Hub, there are quite a few places within the NFL where you'll find this Bears team on the top of the list. We got number one, average time of possession, number five, average punt return, number two in total defense, number one in rushing yards allowed, number one, points allowed. That's uh, that's that's pretty good numbers. Well, it's great numbers for the defense. There's no question about that. Uh, and, and it is clearly now one of the top three or four defenses in the NFL. And I think what's really exciting is that uh, they're young, they're still learning. A lot of these kids are going to get better. Uh, This group is going to get better by playing together. So I don't know how much better they'll be than these current rankings, but it looks like it should hold up all year long. Uh, Unfortunately, any positive numbers you find on offense uh, are really skewed by that Tampa game. And, and, And I just think you have to weigh in the Tampa, at least through, you know, four weeks, one of the worst defenses we've ever seen. So there's certainly is still work to do uh, on the offensive side of the ball. Well, Hub, I'm glad you mentioned that because, uh, Bob, that, that was going to be my next point. I mean, there is still some improvements that this team needs to make have, heading into the uh, next half of the season. You got uh, number 24 uh, in total offense, 17th uh, in average gain rush, 24th in passing yards, 21st sacks allowed, and 23rd in average kickoff return. So those are some places that I think they, they really need to improve. What do you think? Well, Dan, when you said number 24, I assume you were going to talk about Jordan Howard because that's the guy this offense has to keep going. He's averaging 3.2 yards a carry. Uh, There's been a huge outcry about whether he's losing uh, his job as a go-to guy to Tariq Cohen. That's not going to happen. Tariq Cohen's a tremendous player. He's not a uh, every-down player. He's not a go-to guy. He's not going to carry 20 times a game. Uh, Jordan Howard will uh, will get on track at some point. Uh, maybe this week. I, I think that's a, a facet of the offense that really could use a lot of improvement. Uh, defensively, a couple things you didn't mention as far as their tremendous rankings across the board. They're number one in sack percentage and number one in interception percentage. Uh, I asked Vic Fangio, is there any room for improvement this week? And in typical Vic Fangio style, he kind of 
you know, dismissed that and said, you know, we're far from perfect. There's room for improvement. And, and really, there is room for improvement. If you look at a couple of guys, Roquan Smith, who's played well so far, is only going to get better. He did not have the benefit, if you want to call it a benefit, of training camp or the preseason. Uh, was pretty much thrown right in. He's only going to get better as, as he becomes more familiar, not only with the scheme, but with the guys he's playing with. Leonard Floyd still is kind of encumbered by that uh, broken hand. He's still got a bit of a protective device on that hand. He has some use of his fingers, and that helps. But once he gets that thing off, which is probably going to be in another week or two, I think you're going to see his game step up. He's played pretty well against the run. They're happy with that, but really hasn't been much of a factor in the pass rush and they're still number one in sack percentage. Uh, and especially with Coley Mack on the other side, um, that, that's only going to help Leonard Floyd. I, I think we can look for improvement from him in the second part of the season. Um, you know, they, they were forced to start an undrafted rookie at cornerback against Tampa um, and Kevin Tolliver, and that really didn't seem to uh, affect them too much. They helped the Bucks, who do have a tremendous offense, to 10 points. Um, I don't know if Tolliver will be starting again this week. Prince Mukamara has been limited at practice. I don't know if you'll see him on the field or not Sunday, but I, I think they proved against the Bucks that they can live with Tolliver at cornerback. Bob, you also uh, you had a great piece over at uh, ProFootballWeekly.com this week, and you were talking about uh, you know really what's left to improve upon for the Bears defense, and you had an opportunity it looked like looked like to talk to to Danny Trevathan, who really pointed out that you know they just need to stay hungry. It seems like these guys realize that while they are uh, at the top of 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 the list here, they're they're still there's still places that they need to improve. Well, sure, and that the, the biggest point that Trevathan made is that we're through four games. We're a quarter of the way through the season. There's a long way to go. Um, you know, if they maintain this pace through the end of the season, they would wind up as, as arguably the number one defense in the NFL. But as you said, that's a long way to go. Um, they really, other than the Prince injury, haven't had a lot of uh, adversity as far as guys getting hurt. Um, they've been healthy. They, they lost to Keem Hicks for half the game in, in Tampa, and or yeah, in Tampa, and and that didn't seem to bother him too much. He'll be back, and I'm sure eager to go after avoiding a suspension. So right now, it's it's about as Trevathan said, impressing upon these younger guys that yeah, what they've done so far is great, but really they haven't accomplished anything yet until they can maintain it for another 12 weeks. And, and play it out through the end of the season. So that'll be interesting to watch. Hub, it seemed like there was some talk this week about just the, the overall health of this team and, and with, with these guys, um, for the most part, staying healthy. We haven't seen uh, a whole lot of injury um, on this team. Does it seem like uh, Nagy resting these guys uh, in the preseason may be paying off a little bit? <laughs> You know, Dan, it's just way too early to tell with that. The whole injury thing is, is there's no rhyme or reason to it. Uh, different kinds of injuries are absolutely flukes that cannot be predicted or avoided. Others possibly uh, the risk is lessened by better training, uh, better nutrition. We just don't know. 
you know, I, I, I think you do feel good about it in Chicago Bears terms because they've had so many injuries in recent years. Yeah. But at the end of the day, you're, you're a quarter of the way into the season. You've lost a starting outside linebacker for the year in Sam Macho. You've lost your starting tight end, uh, at least now indefinitely, in Adam Shaheen. Uh, you know, you've got Prince Amu Kamara was playing the best football in your secondary. Uh, he's missed a game, may miss another one. So it's certainly better than it's been in recent years. But to say that, you know, Nagy found the answer by resting people in training camp, we're a long ways away from being able to determine that one way or the other. As we uh, wrap things up here with just some overall thoughts coming out of the bye week, um, Hub, is there is there anything else that stands out, anything else uh, you saw differently this week up at Hallis Hall that uh, – that really, you know, shows that, that that this team is ready to take the next step um, in, in this next uh, chapter of their season. Well, I, I just think it's interesting. Uh, Bob and I are actually both at Hallis Hall now, and, and have been a good part of the week. Uh, uh, I was not able to get here on Wednesday, but was in the locker room Monday uh, as the players came back. And uh, this is certainly not a group that. Uh, appears to be overconfident, that appears to have any intention of resting on their laurels, that that thinks they're anything special. They still, to me, seem to be a bunch of guys who are, in some respects, I don't want to say surprised, but just as pleased or celebratory in their fast early start as their fan base is and and really focused on how to make it even better. Uh, They strike me as a group of guys who says, okay, we're we're getting a hold of this now. We're we're getting the handle on it and and we got to get more, you know. So uh, there is going to come a point if they continue to win uh, where there's going to be a letdown, there's going to be things to adjust to that that happens to to the very best teams anywhere. But but right now, uh, I was just really impressed with the way these guys came back from their week off, seemingly more focused on, uh, on continuing to try and get better than anything else. And uh, I, I don't think there's a tremendous risk of them coming up flat Sunday in Miami. Bob, similar observations on your end? Yeah, I, I agree with Hub there. Nobody on this team is tearing a rotator cuff, patting themselves on the back. Uh, I specifically asked Khalil Mack, um, because on paper, this is one of the biggest mismatches of the season. I think the Bears pass rush against the Miami Dolphins offensive line that has already lost two starters to injured reserve and now has Laramie Tunsil, their best offensive lineman, their left tackle, questionable after a concussion last week. Uh, on paper, it's a total mismatch, and Max said, yeah, you know, nobody's looking at it like that. This is, you know, this is the next game on our schedule. We're not looking at it like we just have to throw our jerseys on the field and we're going to win this. This is another challenge. This is a new week, um, and, and that's been a common thing. Dick Fangio talked about it yesterday, said, I'm a week-to-week guy. We live in a seven-day cycle in this league. What you did last game, and in this case, two weeks ago, doesn't matter. This is a whole new week. Uh, it's a whole new challenge. Um, you know, what you did last week doesn't matter. It may have you feeling better about yourself, but it probably isn't going to impress your opponent or intimidate your opponent. And, and this is a, a Miami Dolphins team that has an excellent one-two punch at running back. They haven't used them a lot. Kenyon Drake and Frank Gore, both quality players. They haven't run the ball a lot, but that's an area where you would think the Dolphins could be pretty successful this season. The problem for them is, as you mentioned, the Bears have the number one defense in the NFL against the run. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hub, as we dive into the preview now for the uh, Bears and Dolphins, um, it's also worth noting that the, the Dolphins are struggling a lot with, with turnovers. So, I mean, in addition to just having this uh, horrible offensive line that uh, I think that the, the defense will be able to to penetrate quite a bit, um, you also have Tannehill um, seemingly uh, either throwing interceptions or you have you know running backs dropping uh, balls, that, that kind of thing. Um, are, are we poised to see that this weekend? Well, you know, the Bears' defense is, is as good as anybody in the NFL at taking the ball away, actually. Uh, right behind Miami, they, they they lead the league in interceptions on defense. But you're right, offensively they're sloppy. They make mistakes. Uh, they're liable to put the ball in harm's way. And uh, no team in the NFL has been better at taking advantage of that than the Bears. I think that you know certainly Adam Gase uh, knows Vic Fangio. They only had that year together before he got the head job, um, but he knows what he's trying to do stylistically with the defense. And, um, uh, you know, I, I expect that he will try and rein things in a little bit, see if he can convince Tannehill to, to take care of the football a little bit better. Uh, but at the end of the day, it's a Miami offense that has not fired on all cylinders, has been sloppy. And, uh, you know, as Bob points out, it, it just sets up perfectly for the Chicago Bears, seemingly on both sides of the ball. I, uh, you know, I, 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 I know we'll get to the defense in a minute, but the one thing you worry about with these guys is they usually can rush the quarterback pretty well off the edges with Cameron Wake and Robert Quinn, and now Cameron Wake hasn't practiced this week with a bad knee. So um, I keep going over these matchups on both sides of the ball, trying to find something the Bears should worry about. Um, and I think the only thing they have to worry about is really playing their game. I do think Miami will give them the football if the defense plays their game the way they have the last two or three or four times out. Bob, on the offensive side of the ball for the Bears, uh, you also wrote over at, at uh, ProFootballWeekly.com this week that the Bears' passing offense versus the Dolphins' pass defense is pretty evenly matched. The Dolphins lead the NFL with 10 interceptions, and are, as, as Hub said, second to the Bears in interception percentage. But Mitch Trubisky is coming off a game that I think really boosted his confidence and his accuracy. Yeah, and then as, as Hub pointed out earlier, um, it was a perfect game for Mitch Trubisky to build his confidence because some of the throws he made were guys who were running wide open against the Bucks defense. Um, I think he'll see a different animal against the Dolphins. As we mentioned, they lead the league with 10 interceptions. Um, you know, they've got guys who can make plays. Uh, I think uh, Kiko Alonso at linebacker has two picks. Sagan Howard, the cornerback, has three picks. Rashad Jones is probably their best player in the secondary, if not on the defense. But they do miss Cameron Rake. Cameron Wake. He, I don't think he's played in two weeks because of that knee injury. He's not expected back this week. So they're definitely a, a different defense without him. Um, but Mitch Trubisky is going to have to be more careful with the ball this week than he was two weeks ago. This is a, you know, if for no other reason than um, taking advantage of situations, the Dolphins have been able to come up with some turnovers. 
that's something. Trubisky has done a good job of this year avoiding. He's only got three picks in four games, but it's something um, that, that the coaches, you know, have made him aware of. They don't want to frighten him into thinking he's got to be hesitant or too careful with the ball. But he's aware that this this defense has come up with 10 interceptions this year, so that's going to be a concern going in. we got a few more minutes here on the Pro Football Weekly Chicago podcast. Uh, Hub, I want to uh, talk about this this Bears um, run game. And, and I know earlier in the week um, questions were thrown at Matt Nagy about you know whether or not uh, Tariq Cohen is is going to be the sort of face of 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 the run game, and and he shot that down pretty quick, saying you know Jordan Howard is still our guy. And uh, do you think that this is is Jordan Jordan Howard's week to to kind of return and, and shine um, with this run with this Dolphins run defense, which is kind of in the middle of the pack? Yeah, let me answer that specifically in just a second, Deb. I just want to backtrack to what you and Bob were just talking about. And I think it's important for people to understand, uh, Mitch Trubisky did not get exponentially better because of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers game. It's not like now he's going to go out every week and throw four, five, six TDs or have a 100 quarterback rating. Uh, he had a really good game against a really bad defense, and it was really good to see that he had those abilities and that he was able to maximize those abilities, uh, you know, given the opportunity. And, and I do think we'll see more of it. And it's it's a hard thing for people to talk about because I'm a Trubisky fan. I like what I've seen so far. I think he has the chance to be very good. I just think people are in too much of a hurry, and he's moving at a reasonable pace, probably not quite as quickly, clearly not as quickly as, as Patrick Mahomes or maybe even Deshaun Watson. Watson or others, but that doesn't matter. What matters is who's the best once they've all reached their ceiling, and I think he's competitive with those guys based on what I've seen so far, but it's going slower here for whatever reasons, and and, and, and don't overreact to what happened against the Bucks. Now, uh, as Bob points out, this is a pretty good Miami pass defense, and, and I don't expect Trubisky to come out and have another you know, 125 passer rating day or whatever he was against Tampa. The run game is a big key to that. And one of the reasons that Trubisky has struggled as much, and people keep talking about Jordan Howard, and yeah, it's because they're Jordan Howard statistics, and they look at that 3.2 average per carry. But if you take away the runs on which he has been hit in the backfield before he gets to the line of scrimmage, Suddenly, his average is very close to his career at 4.7 or 4.8. It's happening too often. The Bears are not blocking the run between the tackles for him well, and that's something that the offense needs to work on, not just Jordan Howard. He can't do that by himself. Miami could be a good team to do that against. They're not the worst run defense in the middle, but they're stronger on the edges and not that tough inside. If you can deal with Kiko Alonso, uh, you've got a chance to put up some big numbers running between the tackles. And, and, and I think it's something that the entire team needs to be working on now. Harry Heastan needs to be working with his offensive lineman. Um, you know, Nagy's got to look at how he's sequencing these plays. One of the reasons that Trubisky has struggled is because teams know that if they take eight, nine guys and stack them in the box and take away Howard, that he hasn't been able to beat them or take advantage of it. They've been able to do a lot of run blitzing in Arizona in particular, very effective with those run blitzes. Now, if you soften that up in the middle and you get Jordan Howard going, then the defense has to back off. It opens up a lot of stuff underneath and in the middle for Mitch Trubisky, and everybody gets better, not just Jordan Howard. So this is an offensive issue to me, not a Jordan Howard issue. 
Bob, um, we, we've been watching or keeping our eye on the injury reports, and it, it, it appears that, uh, as you said earlier, Prince of Mukamara and uh, Anthony Miller will be back this week, uh, possibly. If they do return, um, how does that play into uh, the Bears having uh, success against the Dolphins? Well, I, I think uh, Prince of Mukamara is questionable at best for this week. Um, I'm almost positive Anthony Miller will be out there. He's been a full participant in practice all week. Uh, I saw him playing catch with three cone at practice yesterday. Uh, he was throwing a football 50 yards on a fly. Uh, he didn't look to be uh, uh, encumbered by that shoulder injury. He may wear a, some kind of harness to protect against the reoccurrence in the game, and I don't know if that will limit him at all. But I think you'll see him out there. I think that helps. It gives him another weapon. I know coaches love the guy. They love his enthusiasm. He was totally engaged in the week. He had to miss against Tampa, um, and he's itching to go. He'll be back there. I think you'll see him a lot on Sunday. Uh, Prince, I don't think uh, – I don't know. I don't know if you want to rush a hamstring. Those are you – know, the, the last thing you want is to re-aggravate that thing and have him miss another three or four weeks. Uh, he may be back. He may not. We'll see about that. But I, but I think Anthony Miller helps. Mitch Trubisky has uh, talked uh, in glowing terms about him, his toughness, his blocking, all the things he does in addition to catching the ball. So he definitely helps that off. Well, guys, I apologize for the uh, the extra noise there. As Hub and has as Hub has said, uh, the guys are out at Hallis Hall, and I know that they're they're juggling quite a bit. We're going to wrap things up here and, and keep things uh, kind of short this week as these guys get back to covering the Bears uh, ahead of, of of them traveling to Miami. Um, I, before we wrap things up, guys, I just want to get uh, some picks from you. Um, I do think that uh, the Bears. Do wind up coming out on this one uh, on top this week. I think that uh, it's going to poise a challenge for them. I, I don't think that this, as we said, this team is not, you know, uh, somebody that we should overlook. Um, but uh, I'm curious to know who you guys got. Bob, I'll start with you. You know what? Uh, trying to be as impartial as possible, I still don't see any way that this game is close. Uh, I know there's a little parity in, in the NFL, but this one looks to me like it's it's heavily in favor of the Bears. I don't see how they don't win this game by at least 10 points. But uh, as we've seen in the past, my record, picking against the spread is probably no better than throwing darts. But still, this one looks like a mismatch to me in favor of the Bears. Hub, how about you? Yeah, I'm with Bob on this. Uh, I, you know, Miami at 3-2 and two is misleading. The three wins were impressive, but there were some extenuating circumstances in two of them. Uh, granted, they were at home. They, they've been on the road the last two weeks and been awful on the road. Um, but at the end of the day, uh, to me, this is more about the Bears. I, I expect them to play their best game on Sunday. I, I look at uh, Andy Reid in Kansas City, the best coach in the NFL, coming off a bye. I want to say 16-3. and three. That's Matt Nagy's mentor. He's handled this whole thing the same way Reid handles bye situations. Just looking at the attitude of the team, the talent of the team, and where they're at right now, I expect the Bears to play maybe their best game Sunday. Now, it's not going to be the offensive explosion it was against Tampa because Miami's a better defense. Uh, but I've got this thing, Bears 27, Dolphins 13, without the Bears ever really getting too challenged. I'm going Bears 24, Dolphins 10. So, guys, thank you so much for uh, taking the time to hop on the Pro Football Weekly Chicago podcast this week. Enjoy your time out at Hallis Hall. And uh, go Bears this week. That will do it for this edition of the Pro Football Weekly Chicago Podcast. Be sure to be checking us out 
for all the Bears news as it breaks 24-7 at ProFootballWeekly.com. As I said, I know this week was a little bit short on the podcast, but uh, we'll have full Bears previews for you uh, at ProFootballWeekly.com, so be sure to check that out. Uh, Also tune in each week Saturdays in the Chicagoland area to WCIU The U at 10.30 a.m. for Chicago Football Now. Hub Arkish, Eric Edholm, Arthur Arkish, and Bob Laguerre talk all things Bears and get you ready for the upcoming game. We want to thank you all so much for listening this week, and we hope that you head on over to iTunes and subscribe to this podcast if you've not already done so. A big thanks to Umphreys McGee for the use of our theme song, Glory, which you can download on iTunes if you enjoy listening to this track each week. Once again, guys, I'm Dan Mott for Hub Arkish and Bob Laguerre. We thank you, and we hope that you enjoy this week, guys. <laughs>